0: Greetings, great ones. We're back. Welcome to Life Karma. I in, in, this the music the you feels you intense. Fish, yes, maybe we'll have an intense man. conversation today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like 19 years old, that song. Really? It made me feel old when I re-found my cds you know like the old cd carrying cases we probably should explain what a cd is to our audience (laughs) (laughs) probably most our audience knows what a cd is (laughs) (laughs) for the younger audience (laughs) yeah The youngers uh, CDs are how we used to listen to music, like mini records, in a way that you a laser, right? It was a laser, right? Would read yeah, the CD and yeah, play was the music. Way better than tapes. Oh my gosh, way better than tapes. Cassette tapes, and then
0: there was the A track tapes, and there was cassette tapes. So well, there's record, vinyl, right? Vinyl record. First, yeah. A track tapes, cassette tapes, CDs. Electronic.
1: Electronic. Now just MP3. And you know, what's funny is we've been through all that in our lifetime. We have. Like, I don't know if there will ever be another invention for music. I, sh- I say that, and then there probably will be. Yeah, you probably just download a chip and then experience the music. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll put that chip on your brain, like Elon Musk wants to do. Oh yeah, you and can download just, data. You'll think it, and you'll have yeah. it. You'll be able to. You'll get the plug-in,
0: and then you'll be able to play the piano oh, and like creatively. Oh yeah. Be, oh, that'd be weird. That'd
1: be weird. Well, you're just a robot at that point. Are you? Yeah, definitely. Like if you if you could just think and then play the piano, is that not a robot? I mean, that's not a skill. You didn't make up that skill. Oh, yeah, you
0: wouldn't
1: probably wouldn't even it's appreciate it. not talent. It. Yeah, wouldn't even appreciate it because you didn't pay the yeah, price. Yeah, wouldn't mean anything to you. Yeah, you didn't pay the price. Hmm. Wow. Well, welcome everyone. It's great to have you here. Welcome. Welcome January of 2021. 2021. Oh boy. yes. I hope we're in for a smooth year. Yeah. I don't too. think so, but I hope we are. And we had some little glitches a couple weeks ago
0: there at the White House. That's oh, a little spastic, a little crazy thing. Goodness
1: <laughs> gracious, people. Like, that was pretty freaky. It was stupid. It was really, stu- and I'm sorry for the people that lost lives and the people that were injured in that, but the whole thing was stupid, in my opinion. Yeah. It's like, But this shows, like, when you have radicals on both sides, this also shows that when people get fed up, they are fed up. Whether it's the Black Lives Matter movements and all that stuff that happened over the summer, whether it's attacking the Capitol, people are fed up. I'm definitely fed up. Right. I, I can't even, I can't watch the news at all. No, but, but you're fed up. You deal with it in an intelligent manner and not a stupid manner. Yeah, not ignorance. Well, yeah, you're not, well, you're not going to burn down businesses like they did this summer, right? You're not trying to attack the White House. Did, weren't you guys on a plane in Florida, like with a bunch of people going to D.C.? I think no, it's we someone. weren't, thank heavens. Okay. No, goodness gracious, because we would have probably gotten a no-fly list somehow <laughs> just by being on the plane. <laughs> no, but we were, we were in Florida, actually Disney World, on January 6th when that all was going down. And Emily was glued to her phone, listening to things, watching things. It her. was a, a kind of a surreal, like you're trying to ride um, Aerosmith, ride or something, or you're doing Peter Pan, and yet there's all this commotion. Well, wow, that's crazy. crazy. This is where it's like you're, you, you know, you're in the wrong place. You ever know like you're in the wrong place, or you feel like you should be somewhere else, but there's nothing else you could really do. Yeah. Like, like how would you have felt if you're in Disney World on nine eleven? Yeah, that'd have been weird. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And so it's just kind of been a weird, weird couple of weeks. Yeah. We got to get back to, you know, you know, I'm not much of a like planner for emergencies. Like if like the world's going to go to hell, but even I have bought some like battery general, all kinds of stuff. Really? I have some things over there right there. Well, yeah. That bad. That
0: bad boy. And then I have some batteries. I have solar power stuff and batteries. I know. I knew you would. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm Motorola's in Not nine me.
0: days. Motorola's supposed to launch a bunch of cool new walkie-talkie things that are supposed to be really,
1: really good. Oh, like the ones that hit up satellite like those, almost like those Garmin ones that you can get. Yeah, they're supposed to be. Because like, like regular, regular walkie-talkies won't do you any good. No. Because
0: they won't be more. You can't get. You can't. They, you can't get people from more than twenty miles away. Right.
1: So, anyway, we'll see how that. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Back. I'm sure we'll have to pay for a service for that. I'm sure we will. Goodness yeah. gracious. Well, so what shall we talk about this week? You know, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So much to talk about, but you don't even know where to start, really. I was asking Sam before the podcast. I was like, what, "Have we talked about faith?" Because I feel like, um. Faith sometimes gets wrongly applied, especially in times like these, and it gets rightly appra- applied in times like these. And the, I'll give you an example. One, people just say crap on Twitter or whatever, or on Facebook. They're just like, for example, uh, Trump has taken over the military and has arrested Pelosi. <laughs> right? They say that crap without any evidence. And really, people, just it, blind people, belief. Right? That's my point. Like, and then faith is applied to that, and they're like, oh, yes, that absolutely happened. Oh, brian, wow. you know like brian have you heard the police arrested i'm like can i get uh, like some proof well this, this person has two million followers on twitter oh wow so now they have but yeah. that's faith
0: right is that not faith? that's currency like some kind of faith currency or right, something right, or, right,
1: right right, that's you, weird right yeah absolutely and so but then you have it applied in great ways where you really believe at the end of the day god is in control right
0: or you let's say you really believe in our in our form of government and it'll work out in the end that will be, you know, everything will be okay because it has been
1: for 200 years and, you know, it'll work out in the future. So that's sort of faith, yeah. isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, Jordan Peterson says that the masses are usually right. Well, okay, wow. that's a problem then. I, I, because the masses are like at war against each other. I mean, it's it's close enough. I mean, when you're dealing with that in this country, I'd say we're pretty evenly split right now. Yeah. I mean, so... It's pretty 50-50 if you go countrywide. So I don't think that's a mass to me. If it if it was like seventy-five percent, twenty-five, okay, mass. I think that's a mass of people.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It feels very divided to me. Yeah, how do you tell the difference between like f- faith and fiction? What's the, how do you how do, how does that's
1: someone the get their head, head around point. that? Uh, faith and fiction. There's a very to me. There's a very thin line between faith and fiction. Yeah. Or faith
0: in the facts, right? So the facts can be presented so twisted in so many different ways that um, yeah, you know, it just really messes with people's thinking and their
1: belief. Well, things are so easy to fake. Right. So you have faith, fiction, and fake. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're going to call this. That's what we're going to call this.
0: Fiction, faith, and... Facts. 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 That's what we're going to call and this podcast. And fake. <laughs> Fake fiction, faith, and facts. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> There's a mouthful. Holy cow.
0: And we didn't even use the swear word. Yeah. Show me the facts, Jack. Oh, it's fiction. These these facts yeah. are fiction. Uh, they're they're made up. And then oh, then we have
1: faith in the made up facts. And then, oh, whatever. Well, it's like we want to believe. You want to believe certain things. I think people want to believe certain things. And so sometimes your your whatever fact, fiction meter is off. Big mm-hmm. time um as i i've been I've been watching that pBS special on the rise of the Nazis and this has to do with that and the way that Hitler got rid of democracy in six months after being chancellor how do you do that oh man so many ways, but what I really realized is he had people that wanted to get noticed by him that were kind of giving him the ideas and doing it he they say at the very beginning of this um, documentary that he didn't care about the day-to-day things, the briefings, the you know, all that kind of crap. He gave his people one, one thing to do: get rid of democracy. That's it. I want to be how a they did it. How they did it didn't matter. How they did it. didn't He wanted matter. total power. He believed in Darwin' survivor, survival of the fittest. He wanted almost his people pitted against them because he believed that one of them would do what it took to get there. So guess what? one of the first things they did. They said the Communist Party, their biggest challenger, uh, was trying to create a coup and insurrection.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Very, very those similar words, coup and insurrection. Yeah, and so they, they hear a heard, lot of those same words. And then uh, one of their buildings burned down, like the Capitol, right by the Capitol. Or right, looks like the Capitol, these burned buildings. And then, I can't remember the guy's name, but right under Hitler... Decided to use that as proof that the communists were trying to take over the government and insurrection. And so he was able to get arrest warrants signed, and they arrested 4,000 people in one night. Wow. Hmm. And I'm like, both sides have said things like this.
0: Yeah, they they both use the same language, same rhetoric
1: against each other. But there was no proof. It was all faith-based. It was almost like you had this certain population of of Germany that wanted it to be true, and so if you tell them that is the fact, they'll believe it. Yeah. So I have
0: this uh, I have this way of uh, using faith. You want to hear it? Yeah, I do actually. I call it using your head, your heart, and your gut. This is what I to really get like me, my center line around what I'm going to believe in and what I'm not mm-hmm. going to believe in. Mm-hmm. The first thing I do is I think through it. Right? I look mm-hmm. at the data. Look at the facts, right? Right? Um I use my brain because I have a brain. And a lot oh, of people don't oh. use their brain, but I do. Correct. Sometimes, sometimes I don't use yeah, my brain, but, but I fail. On the things I want to believe in, I use my brain, right? So okay. you look at the facts, look at the data, think through it. The next thing I do, I use my intellect. Yes. The next thing you do is I use my emotional intelligence. My emotions, cuz sometimes feelings aren't facts but they matter. They do matter. Your feelings matter. Doubt or faith. Yeah. yeah, It can really matter because if you believe one thing and you, and you feel something differently, um, feelings are what keep the battery, uh, the battery high. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you, let's say you think through something, you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta lose 50 pounds and look through all the data, whatever. And you set a goal. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh shit, I can't have that chocolate chip cookie and you know and, and your willpower is going to wane but but if you have emotional if you have the emotional stuff right then that'll that'll infuse your your um your willpower mm-hmm. keep you going right if you if you have purpose if you have a reason why right mm-hmm. and then finally your gut which is your intuition your conscience so it's using your head your heart and your gut lining those up that allows you to move forward around, um, something that's a goal or something that's, um, you want to believe in or anything like that. When you're out of, when you're out of sorts and you just go with your gut, sometimes that's a little scary, or you just go with your thinking, that's a little scary, or the most scary is when you just go with your heart. Well, I loved her, so I gave her all my money (laughs) and she walked out. But, um, the point is, is using all your faculties to move forward with your belief system, I think is a really powerful, good thing to do. I agree with that. But
1: how, what if your mind tricks your heart and your gut or your gut tricks your mind?
0: Well, I mean, that's, that's the whole point, right? You want them all three in alignment, right? You want them all three
1: working together. So what do you, what do you do when someone comes to you and says, listen, like I got it in my mind, my heart, my gut, like they do this whole alignment and they say they believe something, they know something because of those three things that so you don't believe or believe is true. Well, that happens every day, right? Yeah. So what do you do with that, though? I'm like, well,
0: you have the right to believe what you want to believe, and I have the right to believe what I want well, to believe. Well, and- conflict? Well, I'm like, okay, what can I learn from you? You have a different opinion. You know, I have a different... Mm-hmm. See, this is the problem. Instead this of celebrating is- differences, we attack differences. So our whole Life Karma brand, like everything we're about is about having a conversation, right? right? It's all right. about listening to one another so you can understand one another so you can empathize with one another so you can make connection and i'm like if, if you have differences or conflicts what makes conflict and differences reduce is understanding yeah. right so so um i just had a meeting with my family we did some kind of kind of thing and and uh kim had some one kind of way of explaining it and i had a different way of explaining it kim didn't like my way of explaining okay. it and and it was uh, and Kim got upset about me and yeah. I'm like well that's because you're pitting me against them and you know you're pitting you're pitting us against each other and um and where we need to talk about our differences celebrate our differences and say oh well, that's fascinating you see it differently well what can we learn from each other that's gonna that's what builds unity. Conflict. This other stuff. We're like, you see it differently. So I'm going to villainize you and call you a punk ass bitch. and want to kill you. Like that does not work. No,
1: and that's, that, that's, that's just exactly, terrible. That's that what's is, happening in our politics. Well, that's what's exactly happening in the last year. That's why I said both sides are fed up. Like the Black Lives Matter movement, if it was pure or not, whatever. But there was certain part of the population that was fed up on some issues. The 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 storming of the Capitol. There were other people fed up on some other issues yeah. because both sides don't feel like they're being listened to both sides. Don't feel like they're even being contemplated. Right. Correct. And, and I think the same applies in life, in relationships, in family, in anything. Yeah. If you are not listening and contemplating and giving serious thought to other points of views, other people, you create a divide that can divide, that can be very, very harmful and violent.
0: Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everyone wants to be understood. And when you're not understood, come hell or high water, you're going to figure out a way to get understood.
1: Yeah, you You are
0: at least heard. Yeah, you're going to, you're going to, if you're not being heard, you're going to do things to get heard. And uh, sometimes that's not always pleasant, right? No. And uh, this is why um, listening is one of the best things we can do. Shut your mouth, open your ears, and open your eyes. Yes. And you can listen and hear people and see people. And, um, and it's you know it, it, you'll be surprised at what you can learn i think that's one of the rules jordan peterson has oh is yeah listening oh he he's a master listener. if you ever yeah, see his yeah. podcast i mean like when he does his like little video vignettes and stuff oh, oh man he shreds the shit out of people because he just listens to them and then after they're
1: done he just responds <laughs> I, I always tell my clients i say if you're gonna as, as a witness in, in a case right like if you're gonna testify When the other side is asking you questions, you answer those and you be quiet. You don't, because a lot of people get really frustrated or like they need to talk if it's quiet in the courtroom right yeah and i say stop don't talk just answer now if i'm asking you questions go ahead keep talking because i will cut you off
0: right right yeah so it's like um the need to fill the silence
1: with sound yes but then (laughs) that's when you always give up things that the the attorney or jordan peterson or whoever is going to pick you apart yeah when you're debating if you just
0: you can, you can blow people up with that. So you're a really good listener. I, you know, folks, I had a really interesting, I don't know how many people have this kind of opportunity, but I had some friends that were having some trouble and, uh, they wanted to hire, they need to hire a lawyer. So we had dinner at my house and we invited, uh, Brian over and, and, and they were really open with me and they said, Sam, you can listen if you want. I'm like, I'll just, and I listened to, I listened to them talking to Brian and, uh, it was probably a two hour meeting Mm -hmm. and Brian said like five words. That's it. And, um, and in the end they're like, I don't know where you got this guy, but you need to hire, we need, we want to hire him. (laughs) (laughs) No one's ever understood us like that. And I'm like, he's really good at that. I've seen him in his professional career. He has to really understand people as he's, if he's going to represent them in a court of law. So that was really beautiful to see that. I, these days I listen a lot better than I used to, but um, I didn't
1: listen really Um, very well when I was me, younger. It took me a long time to learn to listen. Yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard thing to do. Well, they, because they, you, because people always say to Emily, I feel like I don't know Brian. I feel like he knows me really, really well and understand, but I don't know who he, that's because I don't Yeah, there's no reason to talk.
0: So I think listening needs to inform
1: your facts and uh, what you believe. Listening yeah. is a really important thing. Oh my gosh. Listening, but truly I mean, we've talked about empathy before, but I think that goes hand in hand with list. Like, actually listening. I think that's why in the last week or two, people have been calling for Joe Biden to say, hey, quit the impeachment, let's unite, because that would go a long way to some of these people, yeah. I think, on the right of saying, hey, I hear you. I understand you. So we're going to get rid of this. And we're going to try and move
0: on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have this way of describing it that I like. You listen to understand. You understand to gain empathy. Mm. You, you you have empathy to make connection, and you have connection to lead. You have to earn the right to lead through doing those kinds of things. I just don't think I, I think empathy is such a hard thing. It's the I hardest of I all things to me. Like empathy so is the hardest thing. Yeah, I don't because you have to put don't yourself don't to the side and you have to say, okay, how. How does the person I'm talking to, communicating with, or trying to understand, how do they feel? you got to go out of your body and into mm. theirs. Well, you have to block your own. Figuratively. I'm not, I'm right, not, right. I'm not talking about that. But you have to block your brain, yeah. your heart, your gut. You have to plug. You have to, you have to put your feelings and your emotions and your thinking aside, and then you're just trying your best to understand them. Because that's mm. where you have the insight to get empathy.
1: How would you define empathy again? Oh, man. I, 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 I to me, empathy
0: um, empathy is really um, trying to understand someone's point of view, the way they're feeling, their perspective. Truly understanding their perspective is I'm what a, I would uh, say you know, empathy would be, but I'm sure it's not the.
1: The ability to identify with or understand another situation or feelings. There you go. Oh, now, do I know what a synonym is to it, though? <laughs> Pity. Oh, pity sucks. Pity. That's pitty. a horrible scene. Pity's I terrible. I don't see that at sympathy all.
0: Sympathy is not as good as empathy. Pity is terrible. But it's, it's real listening to understand. Empathy makes... Oh, everything is made better. Brene Brown said, empathy always makes things better. Sympathy never makes things better. And pity is even worse than sympathy. I agree with like, that. Like, I mean,
1: that's just terrible. But well, um, Here's another definition I like. You're writing, the intellectual identification <laughs> of the thoughts, feelings, or state of another person that's
0: that's spot on i think that's that's more really on. good yeah, I like that and one. that's
1: hard to do I, I almost would say personally for me that's almost impossible well i
0: mean the thing about it is you don't necessarily have to go i mean um you don't have to be homeless to understand have empathy for me about being homeless when i was a kid right hmm. but you've had setbacks and suffering and you can take your own personal experience of setbacks and suffering and you can you can say well i th- think I know how it feels to be homeless or I can at least have empathy about it because I've had setbacks and suffering. So you don't necessarily have to have someone die to understand, you know, this is how, you know, some people have their pet die and they're devastated and some people have their parents die and they weren't connected to them and they're okay. And I'm like mm. um but if you've had a death in the family of someone you love, you can you can definitely empathize with someone who loved their pet. And, um, Mm. and, and and the pet died and they, they have their great loss and great sorrow and you can empathize with them. But the Mm. problem is, is that people don't want to do that because it requires vulnerability Mm. and Brené Brown also talks about vulnerability. And, um, you know, I know what totally agree with everything. Of course. So what I call it, the way I rationalize it, as I say, you got to use smart vulnerability, you can't be an idiot. Like,
1: don't tell everybody your life story. Well, and that, sounds, that but Saying smart vulnerability, to me, sounds like a fabricated vulnerability. Okay. Uh, that's, tell me what you mean by smart. That's what I'm saying. Tell me I more just, about like, what you mean don't, by smart.
0: Don't give every, you know, pearls before swine is what I mean. Like, don't tell everybody your hardest things if you just want to get a peanut butter sandwich from your kid. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. You know, it's like there's a space, there's a time for things that are heavy, times that are things for things that are not heavy. But it's the notion of just understanding people that can really get you far in life. And, um, And when you understand people, it really impacts your belief. It changes the way you believe. So it changes your faith when you really understand what someone's thinking and why they're thinking it. And, you know, what kind of emotions they're having. It affects your belief in that person. It changes the belief, your belief in that person.
1: When you say believe, do you mean like relationship? Yeah. Well, what you think of them, how you,
0: well, that person's an a-hole. He's a peckerwood. He's an a-hole, whatever, you know? And you're like, well, have you had a conversation with the dude? Do you, or with this lady? I mean, do you understand what they're going through what they, what they've been through? And maybe they're not that. Maybe they're just that because they're hiding behind pain or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, this, this happens to you and I a lot.
1: Yes, very common. Because people
0: are going to make judgments of us,
1: and they have no idea who we are. Yeah, but I, you know what's weird about that is I find peace in people making judgments about me. Really? Yes. Okay. I think it's a wonderful thing. I know that sounds super weird, but hear me out here on this. I love it when people make judgments of me because it means, uh, it's almost like you're disguised. It's like a natural camouflage. They have no idea who you are and so you're even more hidden how great is that in a lot of aspects okay so <laughs> sam's looking at me like you're a freaking idiot bro. no
0: no i mean you're different than i am so i'm like my problem it's funny because you guys you may think we're really similar but we're really different in many ways i'm super transparent like i'll talk about yes, anything yes, to anybody yes, yes, brian man. is not transparent no he's very calculated Yes. and how people um see me see him yeah very calculated
1: yeah I, but that's why i like people judging me because really? because well here's the thing like you really only have in your life a certain number of family or friends that you can really say okay these people get me they understand me and if i call them tomorrow they would help me with anything yeah, hopefully I'm in that on that list. Right, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, there's just this small list, right? Anybody outside of that, what the frick do you need them for? Like, why do I care if they judge me? I actually like it because then I don't have to, like It's perfect. Okay. Stay in my bubble. Okay. Why? I'm happy for you. That's interesting. Okay, so, let me give you a perfect example. Please. If you're an attorney and you show up in a Honda Accord, or if you show up in a very expensive car,
0: like a Porsche Panamera? Yes.
1: They automatically judge you, correct?
0: Yeah. They're going to say, well, this guy's successful or he's a turd.
1: Yes. And so having a very expensive a car as attorney, I'm starting out from a trust standpoint.
0: A, I would say belief standpoint. They may, they,
1: they think the they... believe in that he is very successful. Right, he's so successful. So trust him and his opinion. Okay. Right? Yeah. Does that not benefit me? I mean, that scenario would benefit Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Do I really care if I have an expensive car? Not really. Is it nice? Sure, absolutely. But do I really? Care? No. It's because I don't want to deal with having a Honda Accord and deal with those thoughts.
0: You have a you have a certain public persona that you want to present, so people have, have to a certain. Well, this is um, this is interesting because it's part of our topic today. You have a public persona you want to present, so people believe certain things about you. Correct. So that their faith in you. Yep. Is willing to, well, yeah, the the faith (laughs) turns to facts, turns to money. Like, I understand that because if they believe in you, they're going to pay you whatever your rate is and they're going to get whatever they need and they're going to be a lot more open to hiring you. Correct. So I understand that.
1: Correct. And that's just the way of the world. Like, if I'm going into heart surgery and I see my doctor is driving a 1983 Civic, unless he's been like at Stanford and blah, 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 I'm a little concerned. Oh, yeah
0: remember when i was having my hard stuff you yeah. know i i yeah. changed doctors because i was concerned
1: bingo thank you yeah. like this is not like boom like but that goes to the point of we can't believe our our our, our perceptu, per perception of what facts are well our
0: perception is the reality that we live in that's Correct. the problem but so we need to fix our reality okay how do you fix your reality?
1: Like, I think you really have to put in the time to figure out what facts are facts and what is not, and what is fiction. What's made up and what's real? Yeah, but I don't even know how. You, you know, I could go down this. Well, road of course, because
0: the it's, Matrix. It's All you like, have to do is yes, say the Matrix. Exactly. Are we a program and consciousness? Like, are we one with the world and the universe and love? How and
1: the much? There's a new series. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what this series is called. Netflix and you. Oh my gosh, it's is so. Is it due the fourth dimension? The Dimension oh. beyond dimensions. Yeah, and and I've. Oh, it's so great to be honest with you, and it's about um, death and consciousness and. Do do we survive death and blah, 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 right?
0: So like the ancient Greeks said, you need to experience death before death. And it was all about the psychedelic uh, sacrament.
1: Yeah, so it's called surviving surviving death. Surviving death. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, surviving death. So you have near-death experiences. Right. An episode on that. Then you have two episodes on mediums. You have one on reincarnation. And there's one other. Oh, ghosts. Ghosts, okay. So... It's a Netflix special you watch. Yes, it? it's doc, a docu series. OK. And so you watch, and it goes a lot along with a lot of things we've said, and, and but what I found so fascinating about these near-death experiences, people, is they, they go up to this place, and some, they all describe it just a little differently, but there's some different, there's some things that are the same, and they say, "There is no time." Right. Of course. right? And in death, there is no time yeah but but they see like their whole they can still see like one lady described it. she could even though she was up there she could still see her body under the water being hit she was drowning right and she could see herself as a little girl or here and she could she saw like a cord yeah, like but a, she she could be at all those places at the same time because there was no time Oh, well, that's trippy now i'm like bang bingo bango what I was looking for. And she's a physician, so she didn't believe in life after death or anything. like Not until, t- did she believe after, that after? Oh yeah. she And just like everyone, I've always heard this about people with these near death experiences after they come back from being out of their bodies. They, they don't fear death anymore. They know that we're always going to exist. So
0: they have faith. They have faith that they're going to exist because of right. their experience.
1: Right. But now it's a fact.
0: It's a fact to them because of their experience. Correct. No, I think we've, I think we've, uh, think we have something cool here and that is like your experiences really create your Mm -hmm. facts correct like the um like what can change your feeling and your faith is your experience right and the classic version of that Mm. is in a christmas carol oh my gosh, ebenezer scrooge right this is a great um kim and i watched the uh, movie uh during the holidays on the netflix special it was about the man who who um, started Christmas Who man who created Christmas. And it was, um, it's about Charles Dickens and writing the Christmas Carol. Right. Okay. And, and he had all these life's experiences and then he put them in this book and, and it was about how someone could really change and mm-hmm. how they changed was their feelings and their life's experiences took a, took a, they took a different path. You know, they saw what it would be like after they died. He used this idea of, if you die, what are people going to say about you? You know all the loss wow. that's going to happen, and it changed Ebenezer Scrooge's perspective. Right, his experience yeah. with the three ghosts—Christmas past, past, present, and future—changed his experience and changed
1: his belief and changed his paradigm. And there's nothing symbol, symbolic about having three experiences to change. Of course, three, Holy Trinity, three. Yeah, I mean,
0: we yeah, so many things in history, but A yes. uh, head, heart, and gut, three.
1: Um, yeah, but I think that's a, the Christmas gift. Perfect. Perfect example. It's of a how. Perfect example. And that's how we create our facts, right? Because when you have that near-death experience, you're now, that's a fact for you. For someone else to believe it, they have to exercise the faith to know that what you're saying, right, it's got to feel right or something. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. that is a fact now. Well, some
0: people believe life because of their own experiences. And other people's belief, here's the challenge. When other people, some people need to have the experience to believe. Yes. Other people will believe, and not necessarily have the experience. They'll believe in what you say. Yeah,
1: like it's like it's painful to have a baby. I'm As worried. men, we have to. Well, be, we I totally it. have faith in that. Right, right, but we'll never experience it Yeah, no way. I hope not. No, oh, weird. No idea
0: how that no. would work, but I, no. although that Zeus did no. carry a child in his thigh, <laughs> we're one of the offs. That's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Like the gods the, yeah yeah they men carry babies in their thighs and, oh my gosh <laughs> some weird shit. <laughs> i know there's
1: uh, all these <laughs> other symbols <laughs> symbolism things i learned in college about the thigh and uh, oh my like, gosh Wow, I did not know that. Yes, I, that's Immortality
0: Key, that's the book you turned me on to. Yeah, I forgot
1: about I must I don't know, it's not in my brain. It's your
0: fault. That's ruining me, that book. I'm the immortality Key plate. is brilliant. Like, I totally want to do a psychedelic sacrament because of that <laughs> book.
1: <laughs>
0: but I will tell you, I did i did take the sacrament today, and I thought about it differently because of that book.
1: Yeah, Absolutely, I'm sure you did.
0: Yeah, I thought about it. And I didn't think about it differently in a negative way. No. It was a, really, a much better way. Yeah, much more. I drank water. In our faith, we drink water in remembrance of the blood of Christ, and that was a really cool experience to think through. You know, yes, think through things differently because of that book.
1: Yes, you know one thing. uh, Just I wanted to mention this about near death experiences. Very rarely do you ever hear them talk about God.
0: Right. They talk about their family sometimes. Yeah. Oh, Those it's only, always family. It's always family. And the ones that have
1: passed before. Yes. That come greet them, love yeah. them. and you Isn't that, they, That's fascinating. Right. And they feel this overwhelming sense of like love. love and peace. Yeah. with From their family. But from their family. And none of them, like, say any, like, all of them, at least on Netflix and other ones I've read, never say anything about God. Mm. Just completely fascinating to me. Um Because if you're a Christian or Buddhist, whatever, here on this on this planet, and then you go to the afterlife, and you come back, you would think that one of your first thoughts after I I get that your family or those that pass before you would be probably your first thoughts, especially if you had children pass before you, Mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah,
0: well, there's a connection to the dead, right? Absolutely, kind of connection to the dead. Wouldn't the next thought be God? I would think so. Um, I watched this great little movie over the break um, oh, no. by Disney oh, called no. Soul. I haven't seen it yet, but I it heard it's amazing. It's a great, first of all, it has great jazz music, which I freaking totally love. But mm. um, um, it's a it's an animated feature, and it's really good. And it talks about, its topic is exactly what we're talking about today. Oh, boy. It's this guy, um, he falls in a manhole and dies, and, and then he's brought to he's brought to heaven and um, he doesn't want to go <laughs> so he bails and he goes to the souls that have hadn't you know haven't gone to earth so he goes to the pre-earth souls oh my gosh and it's just fascinating and then it's all about his mischief and foibles trying to get back alive and and, then, and I'm not so, going to give it away so but it's, it's reincarnation um i don't know man it's, <laughs> Dude, the re- it's just cool it just really talks about it, it changed my it it changed the way i thought about
1: life and before life, but yeah, a little it, differently. Another thing that's very consistent though, in these people have these near death experiences is they don't want to come back.
0: Oh yeah, they don't. They, they don't. don't. So I got one for you. I got a oh. quote for you. Let me, have you ever heard the expression seeing is believing? Absolutely. Right. So is that faith seeing is believing? No, it's not. No, but it's so powerful. It's so, it overtakes the way people believe seeing and believing. Right. So, People go to all sorts of measures to make them see one thing so they'll believe something yeah. so they get the outcome they want. Correct. This can be all fabricated. <laughs> like oh, the vision time. you create for people to see can be all fabricated Correct. so people have faith in that or be, believe in it so you can take advantage of them. Well, yeah, we That's do some that. freaky
1: shit right there. Well, we do that. We 100% do that. The all CIA the time. Are... Everybody does it in well, almost this... every area of their life well, all the time. Well, the CIA does it in other countries. Yeah,
0: to overthrow governments, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that, I mean, I'm sure, I have no idea what history is going to say about the last four years. But no, I'm fantastic. sure that there's a lot of orchestration, there's a lot of orchestration going on about what people saw. Mm-hmm. So they believe a certain thing, so they do something else. But well, there will be in every presidency. There's yeah. Some, there's it's called some PR. <laughs>
1: Right, but social CIA, media, public but
0: they, relations, yeah, whatever. CIA
1: studies this stuff, though. Okay. They had studies.
0: I wonder if they have the mind, to conscious people, and are in the farms, like doing the oh, whole gosh, ESP farm. I went out.
1: Of, <laughs> at this point, I doubt nothing. <laughs> if if, if twenty twenty taught us anything, don't you doubt can't. anything. <laughs> it's it's just, Crazy. It's, I mean, it's just like what the freak. Hmm. I mean, like I tell Emily all the time, I can't fake. Facts are hard. Facts are hard. Yeah.
0: To get to the bottom, to get to the root can be hard.
1: Can, and in the big life questions, sometimes you're not going to get there. Yeah. And that's where that, that gap gets filled. So this is why the most important thing we
0: can teach our family is critical thinking skills. Because critical thinking skills help you get to the, the real fact, the root, the, the bottom.
1: Or... They, or it holds people accountable to give you those things right right and and
0: what happens is i've seen a real decay um in the world of critical thinking skills but
1: people don't want to do it they don't
0: want to do the work no and i learned i learned this idea of critical thinking skills from a professor i had at georgia tech his name was dr Philip adler and he taught through the Socratic method, and he was a master of teaching critical thinking. And my life has forever been changed because Dr. Adler, and thank you, if you're listening, Dr. Adler, I love you. Thank you so much for everything you taught me. But I've used, every day in my life, I use the skills you taught me at Georgia Tech. And that is to to question, to um, creatively think, to actively meet new situations, to look at the data, to look at my emotions, to look at everything and to use my damn brain and my emotions and all the faculties of my soul to understand situations so that I can act accordingly. Yeah. And he taught me that from an academic standpoint. And My mission president, John W. Hardy, who was my religious leader when I was a religious zealot for a couple of years, he taught me how to do that spiritually and it changed me forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's there's ways you can do that academically and there's ways you can do that spiritually. Um, but it's all to get to the root so it affects, get to the root so you can have your faith and your belief mean something to you. Because a lot of times people, they just mm-hmm. pop, they they just change what they believe all the damn time. And that's really inconsistent and that's really. Because that they can, want to be socially accepted. Right. So I'm going to believe this or I'm going to believe that. And then they believe something or they try to believe something and it leaves them miserable.
1: And then they're like, oh, shit, I was, I'm was i miserable with that. Then they blame everyone else. Yeah. I mean, this is, so you want to know the question I've been asking a lot of people to make them try and critically think what's that? You're the master at that, by the way. Well, because I know people are going to be like, Brian makes a ton of money. That's what people are going to believe. Right. So I've been going it helps when you have cars like, yeah, well, then I've been going up to people and saying, can't wait for Biden to forgive my student loans. When do you think he's going to do that? (laughs) To to liberal people, very Democrats. I'm like. So when when do you think I should expect that? Because that sounds great, you know. Yeah, just that notion just pisses me off
0: because I paid off my I, student loans. Already.
1: So this is why I say it. This God. is why I say it. I'm right? like, oh, you son of a bitch! Right, but this is why I say it, right? Yeah, of it's course like, you do. A, you
0: want to get someone yeah, uh, get their get, get a, their dander yeah, all up, yeah? Like,
1: wait, this dude's a you know I, everyone perceives. Oh, he's a Republican, right? That's what. Yeah, it, but he wants his student, like, student loans. Student loans. So I've had people be like, Oh, I don't think they're going to do that. And then I've had people be like, well, I think it should only be for people that are under a certain income. Of course, because, you know, you had privilege. Correct. So then I say to those people, <laughs> oh this is super gosh. fun for me. <laughs> I say to them, so how long do I have to look broke on my taxes before I get my student loan forgiven? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Accountability, right? Like, and there's no accountability. Yeah. But it makes them think. They have to think through that issue on what they think is right. Yeah. And why they're not. And
0: that's what's happening is when the masses don't critically think and they let other people think for them, you get people doing stupid shit like um, the chaos and riots that happened in the summer. And then the Capitol, it's stupid shit both ways. And I'm sorry, it's completely stupid. People are dying. People were injured. Lives are being ruined because you're ignorant and you're stupid. Like there are different ways to express your freedoms and your feelings. Freedom of speech. There's yeah. powerful yeah. ways. There are law abiding ways.
1: Yeah. There are law abiding ways to do that. I mean, we we celebrate a very intelligent man tomorrow. Right, Martin Luther King. And he did it very intelligently and did a great job. Where there's some times that, yeah, it looks mm, on the brink, whatever. But he did it. He did it. You know what I mean? Like, he did it in a way that we're, he didn't storm the Capitol, he didn't burn down businesses. No, it was all peaceful protests. It was peaceful, yep. intelligent way to
0: go yeah, at and, and it, it. And it was lasting. It was lasting change.
1: Wonderfully. Yeah, awesome. and you
0: know what? We can all learn great lessons from Dr. King. I Absolutely. I agree. We are about out of time, people. Mm-hmm. And I we hope that we've said something that affects your faith and your belief. And it just makes you think. Makes you think. That's the whole thing. Let's let's think.
1: Think yeah, things through. Think it through. Let's 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 think some stuff yeah. through and then have an opinion.
0: Yeah. Have an opinion based on the facts, based on what you've learned, critically thought and think through and which, what your experiences
1: have taught you in your life. Be yeah. open to changing your opinion. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Don't be afraid if someone sees things differently.
1: And just forgive my student loans. Who cares? Yeah.
0: I <laughs> care. Because that's taxpayers' dollars, man. It pisses me off.
1: Print the money. Print the money. Prenta money.
0: <laughs> uh, later. Later, people. We're out.
1: Have a wonderful week. Be peaceful and intelligent.
0: And believe.